Hello, hello, and welcome to the Journey of Nick podcast. I am so glad that you have decided to join me today. Decided or decided? I think it's decided. (laughs) I'm glad you decided to join me today. How are you? I hope that you are very, very well. We're all going to act like that we don't hear my raggedy voice, okay? Can we all do that together? You, me, (laughs) everybody listening. Let's pretend we don't hear my raggedy voice, okay? The weather has finally changed here where I am, and my throat is not keeping up. Like, it's in shock or something. Um, Yeah, I feel fine, so it's whatever. Um, Also... Well, before I before I ask into that, I was going to say it's finally November. But what have y'all been snacking on lately? What have y'all been eating? Um, I know I have been a little bit obsessed with this cafe that I found near my kids' um, school or on the route where I drop off my kids' school. And they have these huge croissants that are like the size of my head. And I have been like all week going once a day to get one of these giant croissants um there's like a turkey and swiss and a ham and jalapeno and like delicious and they have yummy holiday drinks that are nice and warm and mm -hmm, i'm into it so that's what i've been snacking on lately what y'all been eating what's good what's yummy out there you know i like my snacks um anyway it's finally november and me and my hubby like to joke that or like to mention not really joke we like to mention that november is our month um it's his birthday month. His birthday is actually was actually yesterday, and it's my birthday month, um, which is a couple weeks or a couple days before Thanksgiving, a couple weeks from now. Um, it's our anniversary month as well, and it's my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. My favorite time to celebrate, being thankful, being around family, eating so good. It's my favorite. So um, we like to say that November is our month, and. In light of that, the next few journal entries, the next few episodes are going to be about me and my boo. So um, if you've been wanting to know a little bit more about our story, how we met, what we get up to, um, this is the month that you want to listen in. I'll also be um, releasing weekly episodes instead of the bi-weekly schedule that we have gotten used to here. Um, just so I can fit all of it in, there's probably going to be right longer longer episodes so um i might split some things into a part one part two type of thing but you'll get to hear from me every single week and um yeah learn more about me and my hubby specifically so that'll be fun um today today's entry i'm just going to be talking about um or i'm gonna get into our origin story like how we met and all that but it comes about when i am thinking through a question that was posed by one of my friends, um, should your husband be your best friend? Or should you be your husband's best friend? Should your spouse be your best friend? Like, is that a thing? Um, And so I was just had some thoughts, was thinking through that and listening. (laughs) This podcast is a digital journal where I share lessons gathered, seeds planted, and a journey of cultivated wellness. I'm your host, Nikki Harrison. I am a believer, a wife, a mom, a child, a business owner, a sister, a friend, (laughs) a proud Texas girl, and so, so, so much more. But ultimately, I'm an ever-evolving woman, ever-growing. 
Join me on this journey of growth as I endeavor to be brave, be honest, and be well. Welcome to the journey. So I was having a conversation with my um, friends who also happen to be wives and the the concept that your husband should be your best friend came up Um, and there were varying opinions, varying thought processes between the three of us, but it really, really got me thinking like I want to do some deeper thought into like, is this a concept that I personally believe? Do I believe that? my husband like is supposed to be or should be or even can be my best friend and I his. Um, I don't know. So <laughs> in this entry, I just kind of want to explore my thoughts around that and my beliefs around that and possibly some actions um, because of those beliefs. Let's see. Before we get too deep into all of that, let me tell you what's on my playlist lately. What's on my playlist um, for this entry is Music Soul Child song, Don't Change. This is a song that's like near and dear to uh, myself and my hubby when we think about our relationship. We played it at our wedding. Um, We played it in high school. Like this is just one of our one of our many songs. So um, I'll be featuring more of our songs throughout this uh, this month. Um, but Don't Change by Music Soul Child is definitely one of those songs that we think about. What's so funny is that I've learned in marriage that you absolutely will change. <laughs> so if you've never heard the song Don't Change uh, by Music Soul Child, the lyric says, at least in part, says, uh, I'll love you when your hair turns gray. I'll still want you if you gain a little weight. Um, the way we are uh, will always be the same just as long as your love don't change. And that's the concept of it, right? Uh, no matter what, no matter how your looks change, no matter how your physic- physical self changes, I'll still, I'll still love you and you can rest assured that I'll still love you as long as your love itself doesn't change. But guess what? Love be changing. <laughs> that's what I've learned in marriage personally. I learned um, first and foremost, and I think most significantly, that I didn't know what love was, you know, at the time that we were dating at the time, that we were engaged at the time when we said I do um, during those first years. And shoot, even up until the last couple of years, my my understanding of what love truly is, um, is still evolving and still um, changing. Like it's becoming clear and clear, more clear every single day through the seasons that we go through in our life and our relationship, through the experiences that we have and through the intentionality that the two of us put into it, I'm learning what love really means. And outside of what it means, like now, how is it, what does it look like in action? What does it look like for me to love my husband? That's something that's learned. uh, And that's something that I think we're both still learning. But uh, (laughs) what I have learned so far is that love changes. Yes, even love. Or, or the expression of love changes. So we typically, uh, both he and I both uh, typically hearken back to the, the definition of love uh, found in the Bible. Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, does not boast, does not keep record of wrongs, um, always trusts, always perseveres. 
um, that definition of love that's found in the Bible is our foundation and sort of like uh, grounds us when we're both either one or both of us are spiraling with like (laughs) the accusations and the this and that and the other or the misunderstanding, you know, of what love is. We go back to that as a foundation. But how to how to live that out and how to apply that in our lives and in different seasons, like when I'm well, when I'm unwell, when I feel loved back, when I don't feel love, when I'm, you know, uh, stressed, when I'm not stressed, whatever, like what does love look like in action? That's still something that's definitely being learned. But I've learned that it does change. The expression of that love changes. Um, My interpretation of what that love uh, is changes. How I want to receive that love changes. Love be changing. So I still love the song Don't Change by Music Soul Child. Um, He's one of my favorite artists. He's one of my husband and I's favorite artists, uh, as a matter of fact. So that song still is like tops. But y'all love changes. <laughs> and I'm I'm becoming increasingly okay with that. So if you've never heard it, go check it out. And if you have heard it and you love the song too, give yourself another listen. If you haven't listened in a while, that's what's on my playlist today. So when I consider this question of should my husband be my best friend and should I be his best friend or is my husband my best friend and vice versa? I nerd out the way I typically do. I'm super into definitions. Uh, I don't know if I've shared that enough here (laughs) at this point, but get to know me. I'm super into definitions. Like what do words mean? Um, And then in the face of what they mean, how are we using them? What, you know, it's all about understanding each other deep, more deeply. However, when I go down this bunny trail and consider this question, I first go, okay, so what do these words mean? These words that we are using and throwing around. Um, I'm sure at some point we've all heard that that term, you know, my husband is my best friend. My wife is my best friend. Maybe you've even said it yourself, um, but what are we really talking about? So when I try to consider this question, I go, well, what's the friend? Like, what, what does friend mean? <laughs> So a quick Google search will just take you to a couple definitions and I'll share a couple of them um, that I pulled up. So here's a little disclaimer from editing Nikki. I'm about to completely nerd out on some definitions for like the next 10 minutes or so, 10 to 15 minutes. So if you want to like take a bathroom break or like (laughs) skip ahead a little bit. You are welcome to do so. Now, when you come back, you might be a little bit lost on the definitions I'm working with, but I'm super into definitions and it's about to get really nerdy. Um, So just searching friend, like what's the definition of friend? And if you are a person that's like, I need your sources. Where did you get these definitions from? You can visit my journal, (laughs) my online journal, NikkiHarrison.com and just check out the entry that goes with this episode is probably linked in the show notes. But a friend, Oxford language languages defines friend as, and all of, most of these are noun, right? Because we're talking about a person. My husband is my best friend or whatever. So Oxford languages says um, a person with one, I'm sorry, a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. And the little sentence they give is, she's a friend of mine. Um, I'm gonna pause right here just to say, like, in terms of when I'm thinking, uh, like, uh, does my husband fit this definition for me in my life? 
that typically part is not right. That's going to disqualify things because it's not exclusive of sexual <laughs> relations at all. And in terms of family relations, no, we're not related by blood, but we're now one. So we're related in that way. Um, Ox, uh, that was Oxford languages. Miriam Webster has a similar type of thing. It says one attached to another by affection or esteem. Um, and these are definitions for friend. Um, <laughs> they have a, a second definition, Miriam Webster does. It says one that is not hostile. <laughs> so, okay, a friend. Um, let's read a couple more. Dictionary.com simply says a person attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. Okay, so I feel like that's enough. Uh, if you want more definitions, feel free to Google yourself and figure out what, like, what, what, what does friend mean? So, given the definitions that we read, what then is a best friend? Oxford languages. Let's go back to our little search before I get into like my opinion on all these things, or possibly the more colloquial ways in which we use these words or are defining these words. So, a best friend. Oxford languages says that a person's closest friend is what a best friend would be. Miriam Webster says a person's closest and dearest friends. They had to get fancy and add dearest in there. Good old Wikipedia simply says friendship is a relationship of mutual affection between people. It is a stronger form of interpersonal bond than an acquaintance or an associate, such as a classmate, neighbor, coworker, or colleague. So that's what Wikipedia has to say about what a best friend is. So now we've got a little bit of a working definition for like, what is a friend? It basically is a person that I know that's not my enemy and we're closer than an associate. <laughs> we're familiar and they're dear to me. Um, and so my best friend is going to be the closest, you know, person that is dear to me, the closest person who is not my enemy and is like it's deeper than an associate that's what it sounds like a best friend is to me um so is my husband my best friend right mm. <laughs> it's falling short you guys am I his best friend no and the reason I say no with these like again I haven't gotten into like the colloquial definitions, the way people are just using words. I'm, I'm sticking with the dictionary um, definitions on this. I feel like he's far closer than a friend. And so I wouldn't necessarily categorize him as a best friend because best friend just sounds like an extension. Like if I have a group of friends, i.e. people who are dear to me, this person, this best friend is the, the closest one of those people uh my it's a little deeper than that with my husband I think um let me go back up to friend definition yeah it just says uh, one attached to another by affection or esteem one is not hostile <laughs> a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection and again it says typically exclusive of sexual or family relations so I'm just like hmm I can kind of stop right there in terms of like, is my husband my friend? Nah, he he's more than that. Is he my best friend? Nah, he's more than that. So what's a husband? We'll go back to our little search. Um, Oxford language just says a married man considered in relation to his spouse is what a husband is. 
Merriam-Webster says a male partner in marriage. Good old Wikipedia says a husband is a male in a marital relationship who may also be referred to as a spouse. And it goes on more about his rights and obligations or whatever the case. But Wikipedia just says a husband is a male in a marital relationship who may also be referred to as a spouse. And when I search wife, it's just the the put wife in the place that I just read husband. (laughs) Same definition, just for a woman. So that's how sort of the, the, the big definition people define husband. Obviously, yes, my husband fits that definition. He's my husband. He, we're uh, joined in marriage and he is a male. <laughs> um, I live by the tenets of the Bible, the tenets of, of the faith that I believe in. And so what does the Bible say about like, what is a husband biblically defined? So I looked up a couple things. I do want to note here that when I when I look up the definition of what a husband is biblically, um, like when I Google that, just like I Google every other definition, there is quite a bit of commentary. Like, what is the role of a husband? Well, that's not what I Googled. I Google husband definition Bible. Um, so I just want the definition like something just boop, not somebody's opinion of like, what should a husband be doing and X, Y, Z. So that was interesting. That was interesting to me. But um, I did find a site called uh, the King James Version Dictionary. So I'm not promoting any of these sites. Again, this is just a Google search. um, And you're happy to just do it on your own and look up these definitions. But this site says, and again, all links are on the blog post related to this entry. Um, this one says that a husband is a man contracted or joined to a woman by marriage, a man to whom a woman is betrothed as well as one actually united by marriage is called a husband. And then it, uh, lists a couple scriptures, um, Leviticus 19 and Deuteronomy 22. Um, so there was one more site and this is the end of my definitions, um, and this is a lengthy paragraph that I don't want to read. <laughs> I don't want to read all of here. So I'm going to, you know, encourage you again, go to the links. But this is from a site called Bible Study Tools. And the credit they give here is, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Um, Elwell Walter A. Entry for Marriage Evangelical Dictionary of Theology, 1997. So... Um, but in this paragraph here, or when I search this site for like, what is a husband in marriage? And then what is a wife and what is a wife when, what is a husband? What's the definition? They says see marriage for both of them. (laughs) So they didn't give any separate definition. They just sent me to the definition of marriage and it goes on down and, um, and says in short, an intimate and completing union between a man and a woman in which the two become one physically in the whole of life. Um, so again, this is a, it's a very lo- um, long sort of commentary kind of thing. But one of the lines they say that is said in here is, let's see, let me find it. The relational aspect of God's image is, ref- is reflected in the bringing together of male and female in one flesh. And it lists Genesis 1, 27 
Genesis 2, 21 to 24. This oneness with sexual differences portrays various aspects of God's image, same nature and essence, equal members, intimate relationship, common purpose, and distinct personalities with different roles, including authority and submission. In the Trinity, the Father leads, the Son submits to the Father, and the Holy Spirit submits to both the Father and the Son. However, all three are fully and equally deity. Likewise, male and female in the marriage relationship are of the same nature and essence, equal as persons, and they list Galatians 3.28, intimate in relationship, common in purpose, but distinct personalities with different roles. The husband leads and the wife submits to his leadership. They list Ephesians 5.31 there. Marriage appears designed to reflect the same relational uni unity in plurality as the Godhead. Marriage, the most intimate human relationship, was appropriately chosen to reflect this relational aspect of the divine image. Each sex alone incompletely exhibits this part of the divine image. This open, intimate, relational aspect of God's image reflected in marriage was marred by the fall, Genesis 3-7 and Genesis 3-10, causing each mate to hide or cover oneself from each other and from God. So I said I wasn't going to read the long... If you check it out yourself, you'll see just how long this entry is. That's a very small paragraph in it. But what stood out to me um, is is just this commentary about marriage and the marital relationship and the way that we are joined and the definition of our roles and our, you know, equality within marriage and our submission with, within marriage and all of that. Um and and just the general like it's a reflection of God, the father, the son and the Trinity and all of that. That's way deeper than just this whole friend thing. Like. <laughs> so if you stuck with me through all of those definitions, yay. And thank you. I want to pop in here partly to give you a little definition break before we continue on the main topic and partly to invite you to go and check out my digital journal. You can find it at NikkiHarrison.com. Um, you can search the latest entry, which will be about our origin story. Um, but I think that you will like it if you like listening to this podcast. If you're a person who also enjoys reading, I have some different stuff over there, some deeper insight. If you're nosy and you just want to check it out and see what it's about, I encourage you go and see NikkiHarrison.com. That's where my digital journal is. Now back to the episode. So that's it for the definitions but all of you reading all the definitions and kind of digesting them and and then going back to the question now sort of armed with these definitions is my husband my best friend is he supposed to be am i am i his best friend do i want to be like is this something i even desire is there something wrong if he's not my best friend or not you know i don't know on his face you know, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not tripping for this man not to be my best friend. When I had the discussion with my, with my, um, friend girls, that's what my mother calls her, <laughs> her friends that are women that <laughs> she calls them friend girls. That's always funny to me. Instead of just saying my girlfriends. Um, but when I was talking to my friend girls, uh, these, these women that happen to also be wives, what I was expressing is that I've been exploring this idea lately and what I have kind of come up with so far, although I'm not completely settled, is that like, one, my husband's not my best friend. I, 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 
I don't consider him <laughs> like my closest friend. I don't know. I don't know. It, it even feels, I wonder why it feels even like yucky or not yucky. It doesn't feel yucky to me. What, what am I feeling? Let me, let's take a pause to really, it feels like I'm not allowed to say that. It feels like I'm not allowed to feel that. Um, so I'm far more worried about what other people think about me <laughs> feeling like or considering or wondering like my husband's not necessarily my best friend. I'm not necessarily his best friend. That's not the roles that we play in each other's lives. Um, it feels like I will be judged uh, negatively because of that, because husbands are supposed, you know, if you love each other, if you're happy together um, in a marriage, then you're each other's best friends, right? That's what we've been fed for always. <laughs> um, but I don't know, I don't know, that's not true for me. That's not true for me. And I don't think it's wrong. Granted, I'm not tripping if you are a person that defines your husband or, or a person that defines your spouse as your best friend. I'm not tripping. Like, do you um, <laughs> live your life? And that's beautiful. Um, but I'm also not tripping if you come out and say like I have or, or discover that you feel like, nah, we're not best friends. Um, and for me, he... My husband's not my best friend, but that's okay because he plays a much different role in my life. Um, we often refer to each other, he and I, my husband and I, as covenant partners because that's what that's what we are. That's what we've entered. And entering into this marriage, we've entered into a covenant. And the people present in this covenant are him, my husband, myself, and God. We've made it's a it's a deep promise. Maybe here I'll add the definition of, of covenant. So the definition of a covenant, uh, the definition from the bibleproject.com is a, a relationship between two partners who make binding promises to each other and work together to reach a common goal. They're often accompanied by oaths, signs, and ceremonies. But it's a deep promise and a commitment that we've made to each other and I, I, I don't be doing that with my friends. That's not a friend thing. That's not a thing I do. My friends are not my covenant partners. They're my friends. And the, the friends that I am closest to, that I, that I do life with most often, that I am in contact with the most, that I confide in the most, that I support the most, that I pour into the most, relationships that I nourish the most. Um, however rich they are, however beautiful they are, however nurturing and nourishing they are, honestly, when my husband and I are in, you know, like the prime health of our marriage, like when we're functioning in the way that we, that we should as covenant partners, friendships pale in comparison, even best friendships, they pale in comparison, um, and that's no knock to the friendships, but and that's also no knock to my marriage. Do you know what I'm saying? I am inspired and energized and empowered by the art that others share. And so let me tell you a little bit about what's fueling my creativity lately. 
what's fueling my creativity right now for this particular entry is couple podcasts, right? Um, People who are married, people who are joined in life and in business, and they do a podcast together. I'm super into it, super inspired by it. Um, As this month is November, and I keep mentioning, and I will keep mentioning that this is me and my booze month. We both celebrate birthdays in this month. We both celebrate uh, our wedding anniversary in this month. And my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, happens in November. So all November, I be feeling real like, "Mm, it's all about us. It's all about the Harrison Juniors over here. So um, I'm into the couples podcasts and I want to share over the next couple of entries, the next couple of journal uh, entries and episodes. I want to share with you some of my favorite couple podcasts and couple creators. So for this episode, what's fueling my creativity is um, Tabitha Brown's uh, podcast that she does with her husband, Chance. So that podcast is called Fridays with Tab and Chance. I absolutely love it. I can always get a good laugh or a good cry or a good perspective shift. Um, It is entertaining and informative. And uh, I like to hear the wisdom of a couple who has been married um, a long time and who has reached a point in their marriage and in their lives where they're approaching marriage intentionally. So there's wisdom being gained as well, not just years passing. I love that. I'm I'm a big proponent of uh, learning from our elders. And really, I feel like that's a resource we don't really tap into as often as we should, um, which is another topic for another day. I could go on such a tangent with that. But specifically in marriage, young married couples like um, like myself and my husband, I consider us a young couple. We're less than 10 years in. Like we need to be learning from couples who have um, reached a point of longevity, who have crossed certain hurdles, hearing their experiences like it's just it's just uh, really helpful. It can be really, really helpful. So Fridays when Tap and Chance podcast um, you can watch it on YouTube. Um, just go to Tap at the Browns channel and you'll find the Fridays with Tap and Chance podcast there. Or you can listen on whatever streaming platform you prefer, whatever streaming platform is your favorite. Um, and it's definitely worth the listen. Linked in the description box is um, a specific episode where uh, they answer, Tap and Ch- uh, Chance answer the question, have they ever considered divorce? And it's not the only episode on the podcast that is chalked to the brim with like gems and wisdom that I think pe- people could benefit from. But I link this one namely because like uh, this question, you know, have you considered divorce or the act of considering not being together anymore is mad common in marriage. <laughs> so um I appreciate their effort to normalize the fact that like, yeah, you might consider it, but here are some things that here are some additional things to think about, not just making not the end all be all. So if you haven't checked out the uh, uh, Fridays with Tap and Chance podcast, I recommend 10 out of 10, uh, 100 out of 100. Yeah, like I definitely recommend it. Another bonus fueling my creativity that I'll name right here is the Black Love series um, by Cody and Elaine, uh, by Cody Elaine Oliver and Tommy Oliver. Um, many of us have heard of Black Love and the Black Love uh, series. It's no longer in active production, but you can still find the episodes um, on different streaming platforms and things like that is definitely worth it to check it out, um, to get, like I was mentioning earlier, that wisdom from other couples. Uh, they feature couples of all ages. They feature couples with all different stories, um, and hearing other couples talk about their experiences, take you through their journey, um, 
speak on insights that they might have uncovered in their marriage. It's just helpful in your own marriage. It helps spark conversation. It helps shift uh, perspective and again, spread that wisdom around. So those are the two things fueling my creativity right now. Fridays with Tab and Chance and uh, Black Love by Cody and Tommy Oliver. Um, friends fill the role of friends for me and best friends fill the role of best friends. My husband fills the role of covenant partner for me. So he don't have to be my, my friend. Calling him just my friend or calling or even calling him just my best friend feels like a demotion for me of like, ah, oh, yeah, you're just my friend. Now, granted, we met in ninth grade high school the first day <laughs> of ninth grade. And like, depending on your age listening to this, I can't imagine you haven't gone through ninth grade yet if you are listening to this podcast. But let me stay open. My mind is open. Um, but it is highly likely that you have been through high school and and far beyond okay um that was an awkward time we can all remember like that that's a little awkward you're entering um you're you're out of middle school and middle school to me is arguably like the was the most awkward time in my life it was the most like emotionally turbulent time I was changing so much um but now you're kind of okay you see the light at the end of the tunnel from that you're ready to like start anew and um, if you, if you don't, didn't feel like you had the friendships or took the adventures or took the chances or whatever the case, you're like, okay, here's a fresh start. Here's four years. Here's the start of four years in high school that I'm going to like carve this new path and have experiences and, you know, have these friendships and blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? You're just so full of, full of hope or, and, or full of fear. Ninth grade, the very first, think back to your very first day of high school this episode is definitely to be continued listen in next friday for part two i hope you enjoyed it thank you so much for joining me on today's episode i am so glad you listened i would love to hear your feedback uh, whether positive or negative true talk is my love language and we all know true talk is definitely growth talk so share with me wherever you uh, find this podcast wherever you listen I'd love you to rate and review share it with a friend who you think needs to hear it and also let me know if anything stood out if you relate to anything um, I'd love to hear from you and get to know you as well as always until next time be brave be honest and be well.